the bloodline story. Everybody wanted to say it was stale. A lot of people talking about Roman Reigns isn't there and it's time to move on. It's time for Cody to finish the story. Well, I'll tell you one thing. After SmackDown, it picked right back up. And I couldn't wait till Wednesday night. I said, you know what? It's late, but I'm, I wanted to talk about it. So here we go. Coming up on Break It Down with Brian. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just going to keep you right where you're at right now. The Wrestling Realm presents Break It Down with Brian H. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this episode of Break It Down with Brian H. I'm your host, Brian H. Waters. This show, of course, is brought to you by The Wrestling realm. You know, I I do this episode here and there, but I got to give a huge shout out to my brother, Brandon, the guy. He is holding it down each and every Tuesday right here on Championship Culture. Look, we do say this is the hottest, the fastest rising, all that show. And I am for one, I really don't like superlatives, but I have to say, Brandon Guy has been doing incredible work. That's why he's the guy. So make sure y'all check that out each and every Tuesday right here on the Wrestling Realm. And in case there's a graphic, that's one of the episodes I didn't put the I ain't updated on this side of the studio, but that's just a little bit of taste of what you can get. Obviously, this is an earlier episode, so if you haven't checked it out, check this out as well as others. Last week, he talked about the NXT title version. Well, I should say, this is volume one where he talks about the NXT title. He has a great discussion and conversation about Shinsuke Nakamura, Samoa Joe, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, etc. Also, make sure you check out our Patreon account. You will find that I've done some cool things on there. I recently just dropped an episode, folks. So, two weeks ago, or last week, I dropped an episode where I talked about Daniel Bryan's no longer my favorite wrestler of all time is back to Hulk Hogan and Brett the Hitman Hart. And I give a reason why, and I call it, you can't beat nostalgia. Today, I dropped an episode about Jay Cargill. So I'm not going to go into much of that today because that's on the Patreon, folks. So make sure y'all subscribe so you can check that out. Also, you know, you go on wrestlingrealm.com, you can get merch including 
this hoodie right here. Throw the hood on. Boom. Yes, it's a hoodie, folks. It's not a sweatshirt. But, um, you know, I got to give a shout out to Coley, who purchased the hoodie. And a shout out to Math Damon, who purchased the hoodie. And I feel like there might be a couple other people. If I didn't charge the mind, not the heart. Uh, obviously, me and Brother Hugh, we had them uh, last well, February 2022. We wore them at the MCW show and we got the iconic photo that's on our Instagram. But um, yeah, so make sure you check that out. All right. So that's um, a little bit of housekeeping. And I'll do some more at the end of the show. But, you know, I'll tell you right now, make sure you follow me at Brian H. Waters on all social media platforms. So let's get into it. As I would do on the wrestling realm. Let's ring the bell. Roman Reigns, folks. Roman Reigns is back and he picked up where he left off. He told John Cena, huh, you know, they call you the greatest of all time. He laughed at him. He even said, you know, while he was on his leave, that's the reason his guy, he's back. And he said, don't worry, we'll send you back out. Now, I thought this was incredible. I thought Roman Reigns, John Cena, their interaction on SmackDown was great, but it was a great setup for John Cena to bring out L.A. Knight. And I love the fact that L.A. Knight it was in the ring with Roman Reigns. We all know he's one of the most over people in the company right now. And sometimes, folks, sometimes you have to be in the ring with the champ, with the guy, with the moneymaker, so you can get people used to seeing this interaction. Crown Jewel is coming up. Roman Reigns is... Obviously, I mean, I'm thinking as much money as they spend, you kind of know Roman Reigns is going to be a crown jewel, right? So, I mean, you know, he was at Night of Champions, which is overseas. So, you got to believe Roman Reigns will be there. What better opponent? People are asking, is it too soon? Is it too soon for LA Knight to be in the ring with Roman Reigns, given his character? I don't think so. You don't always have to win the championship in your first chance. Right. Go back to Stone Cold Steve Austin. You may may remember, you may forget Stone Cold Steve Austin had a match. He was in that fatal four way or I should say that final four battle royal. The week uh, leading in before WrestleMania 13, the one that Bret Hart won and would later lose the belt to Sid. Right. You don't talk about, oh, Stone Cold was in the match and then all of a sudden he couldn't. Uh, get in the match. It didn't make sense or he was watered down. So with LA Knight being in this match, this gets people used to seeing him. Getting the eyeballs on LA Knight. So this makes us exciting. Imagine him and Roman Reigns go out there and tear it up. Do I think LA Knight should be the guy to dethrone the Tribal Chief? Hell no. Not, in, not a little bit. I think the person who dethrones Roman should be a person who is ready to carry the company moving forward. I don't think that's L.A. Knight, but that doesn't take away from the fact if L.A. Knight has a successful match, puts on a successful showing, gains a successful following, that you won't see him perhaps with a future World Heavyweight Championship run. So that's what makes me excited. I like the fact that he had a match with Solo. I thought it was a decent match. But him being in this program alone speaks volumes. L.A. Knight being in a program with Roman Reigns, speaks volumes. It puts more eyeballs on him. Like I said, it gets people used to seeing him. And therefore, we will see how things move forward. This is a huge test. 
Now, Cody Rhodes. I love the fact we talk about Roman Reigns, the bloodline. Their handprints was all over this episode of SmackDown because when Roman's on TV, you, you're not just worried about the opening promo or the final promo. You're wondering the backstage stuff because that's where the funny stuff happens. You had Roman Reigns and Jimmy Uso. Now, I saw people say they didn't like the fact that all of a sudden Jimmy's back in line after what happened before. But paying attention to this story, he said, well, I guess I'm still part of the bloodline. So then he went to Roman and said, man, I'm trying to be you, Uso, and being, trying to be like the tribal chief. He's still unhinged. And this is the part of Jimmy Uso that I like. If you paid attention, at one point, Jay was unhinged. Another point, Jimmy is unhinged. It's been like this cycle. Even in the beginning, Jimmy didn't want to acknowledge Roman. He wanted to pull Jay away. Now, he's on his side. Now, remember, there was one point when Jay was acting, you know, when he was anti-Sammy, and Jimmy was falling in line. So, what makes this very fun to watch is Watch it how he navigates through this and watch his solo just kind of still sit back and be a menace, you know, and then him yelling yeet and Roman kind of saying what a lot of us people, that's Roman Reigns' age, <laughs> you know, he's a year older than me. But a lot of us who feel the same way, man, I don't like that. And he said, stop that. And I thought it was great. Uh, you know, so I'm wondering what happens with these two as we move forward to this story and seeing this story play along, right? How many more days do we have Roman? I'm not paying attention like, oh man, Roman doesn't come to work. I know that's the funny thing to say, but it is interesting to see how many more, like with this year, how this plays out. We do know he was on a house show. I'm recording Saturday night. He was on a house show, defending the championship against Sami Zayn. We all know I'm 100% sure he kept the title. Now, whether or not he won or was a disqualification, we don't know. But we do know he kept the title. Now, another interesting thing was the showdown at the end. You saw Roman Reigns. You saw Cody Rhodes. This speaks volumes. Roman and Cody, We everybody's saying, oh, this is the match. Now, I say pencil it in because we still don't know if we're going to get the rock. And if we do get the rock, sorry, Cody. Kind of got to take a back seat. I'm just saying Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes or Roman Reigns and The Rock. One match we've seen before, one we haven't. One story we've seen before, one we haven't. So if that happens, obviously, you know which way I'm going. And also, I I mean, I've been very vocal. I don't want to see Cody finish the story, at least this year. Maybe soon, but not right now. Uh, I want to see this Roman Reigns title run cook a little bit longer. Dusty's story, when he was chasing the NWA championship, he didn't get it right away. So, but nonetheless, I thought that was good. I thought it was great. Uh, uh, Indeed, a great episode of SmackDown, the season premiere. You know, uh, WWE pulled out all the stops this week. You know, Um, you know, also we saw Carlito there. And with Carlito, him getting attacked by the Street Profits and Bobby Lashley. I'm loving how this is now, you know, they're getting more aggressive. The Street Profits are getting more aggressive. Uh, the cups and stuff, that was cool, but after a while, you get pigeonholed. It's like, how much more can you do? 
Now we're starting to see a new side. Evolution. They are evolving. That is what is beautiful. And how about Bailey? Bailey getting her first singles win over Zelina Vega this past week. First singles win in months, or maybe a couple years. But I, I mean, I'm a huge fan of Bailey. I want to see her and EO kind of mix it up for the championship. I would love to see Zelina Vega get a title run. I know we haven't had that, but I, I definitely would love to see her get a championship run. Uh, one of the big things that did happen on SmackDown was Nick Aldis. Now, folks, this is where I like to slap the internet. And that's because how nice would it have been to turn on SmackDown and then boom, oh my gosh, that's Nick Aldis. He's an NWA, former NWA World's Heavyweight Champion. We know Cody beat him. He beat, yeah, Cody beat him for the title. He's wore some gold in TNA, the Global Force title, TNA title. And his wrestling days are probably behind him. How nice would it have been to turn on the television to know that Triple H had an announcement and to see, oh, wow, that's Nick Alden. But no, everybody wants to be a reporter. Everybody wants to tell us what's going on. And I'm going to be honest with you. With my job, y'all know what I do for a living. I really can't turn off news, but I'd rather the headlines be stuff that people said or whatever. I'd rather stay away from the backstage rumors or schedule to appear. The rumors are fine, but hearing, oh, this is going to happen. That's where I'm like, oh, my goodness. You don't have to spoil everything. You know, so that was a little um, disappointing that that couldn't been a surprise. But, you know, shout out to Nick Aldis in the WWE. Triple H told Adam Pierce he's getting a promotion. So Adam Pierce will be running Monday Night Raw. Nick Aldis running SmackDown. I mean, look, I know bragging rights days are over. I know Survivor Series Blue versus Red is over. But if there ever was a time where two general managers can go face-to-face, this is it. This is the time. Give me one match, just one time, a Raw GM versus SmackDown GM. I'm pretty sure Adam Pearce and Nick Aldis could mix it up for one match. Give it to me. Give me that and give me Pat McAfee versus Corey Graves. I mean, one can dream, right? That's it. I, I don't need long programs or even just have, even if you have people represent them, right? And put them in the match and they get a quick spot. They don't have to carry the match. But that's that's just something I'm looking forward to or wishing for. Um, But also on SmackDown, we had Kevin Owens traded. Now we all knew Cody got Jay Uso to Monday Night Raw only to win the tag titles, which means Jay Uso can go on both shows, which he was in the showdown facing against his brother Jimmy. And it just looked weird aesthetically, right? Jimmy Uso and Jay Uso on a different side. And like Roman said, I'll get to it, but like Roman said, you know, he's on with Cody of all people. Fix that, handle that. Like, we wasn't just going against this dude. Leading up to WrestleMania. Now we got issues with it, but you go side with the enemy enemy. But 
Um, Roman Reigns, you know, he'll deal with that. But the story here, Kevin Owens was traded to SmackDown. Kevin Owens now a member of the SmackDown roster. I'm interested. Where, what do we have from here, right? This is going to be fun. <laughs> uh, some of the homies said, book Kevin Owens in the Royal Rumble match. And the Royal Rumble title match with Roman. Well, you know, he's been there twice. Uh, I don't know how you get there. I don't know. You know, he's going to be a... He's going to be singles. So I'm happy about that. I like the fact that him and Sami Zayn are on separate shows. I felt like that tag team ran its course, quite frankly. But here's the thing. Here's what a lot of people don't know. One of Kevin Owens' dream matches is Rey Mysterio. So I wouldn't mind seeing a program with them two. We shall see. Let's move on uh, to a little bit of news because Logan Paul was in a boxing match this past or this past Saturday. And after the match, which he won, from what I hear, he dominated. Shout out to Justin for that tip. After he won, he called out Rey Mysterio. So he's coming for the United States Championship. This will be best for business. Oh, man. Yeah, my, my United States title is elsewhere. But this will be best for business. Logan Paul has a YouTube following well into the millions. You imagine if he wins the U.S. title for Rey Mysterio. First of all, Rey Mysterio is a legend, and he's a pop culture uh, legend. People know who he is. And you're going to say Logan Paul beat him. Let's do, let's let's put in let's pencil in with the help of Dominic or with the help of the Street Profits. Logan Paul beats him. Now he's taking that title on YouTube. He's taking it to his brother's boxing matches. So that's one thing. If somebody else said, I, I wish I knew who it was on my Twitter. You know, but they said, and then Santos beats him. Now, how cool would that be? I'm looking through Twitter as um, I talk, I should say, because I want to give a shout out. Oh, yeah. Wheel It, Wheel it Hoss says, easy follow-up match with Santos after beating Ray to uh, Santos versus Logan with Bang. That puts eyeballs on Santos Escobar. Win, lose, or draw. People will know who he is. I already said Santos Escobar is finally the person I see who can take that Rey Mysterio spot. There's been a lot of people. Um, I was about to say Mr. Cole because I forgot who was Sin Cara. You know, uh, him. Dragon Lee is there. I'm not sure yet. Maybe. But Santos Escobar, when I saw him in NXT and on 205 Live, I said instant star. It was just something about him, his look. It, he kind of, like, Juventud Guerrera was my favorite of all the WCW luchadors. Um, I love Rey Mysterio. I like Rey Mysterio, but Juve felt cool, man. Uh, they're, one of my favorite matches, low-key, in WCW is the opening match for Starcade 1998. That included Rey Mysterio Jr. versus Juventu Guerrero versus the champion, Billy Kidman. Kidman would go on to win the match. Eddie Guerrero would come out there and he would fuss at Ray 
and Hoovy. Now, Ray was a reluctant member of the LWO, where Hoovy was a full-fledged member. Eddie Guerrero was then challenged, and he would lose. But the next night on Nitro was Eddie and Hoovy versus Ray and Kidman, and Eddie and Hoovy won. But Hoovy had the juice. He he just looked cool. Um, unfortunately, you know, he came back for the whole AEW and Jericho was facing like all his opponents that he was coming up and it just wasn't the same. It didn't hit the same. But, you know, Hoovy had a good run. Santos Escobar is that guy and that's the person I want to see. I'm telling you, that's the person I want to see main event. I mean, not main event, but as the next Mexican superstar and one day be a world champion. And then again, there's Dominic Mysterio, of course, who is that dude. Dominic is somebody I definitely see being a world champion someday. But, uh, you know, he just, he checks all the boxes. Now, before we get out of here, we're going to talk a little bit of AEW and a little bit of Twitter. Let's talk positive first. Let's talk AEW. Main event, Christian Cage versus Brian Danielson. Now, I know what I said about Brian Danielson. I know I said he wasn't my favorite of all time anymore, but that does not take away from the fact he's still in my top favorites. He went out there. They went out there, put on a banger. Wasn't surprised at all. Um, you know, it was, it was a great match back and forth. The action. I mean, it was Saturday night wrestling at its finest. Christian would escape with the win. After Ricky Starks and Big Bill came out there, Ricky Starks hitting uh, Brian with the belt. The new they are the new tag team champions. I wasn't aware of that, but they are new tag team champions. But uh, and what I love about Ricky Starks when he hit him, he laid out and sold it, just laid out like he was knocked out. Uh, so I, I actually like that a lot. Um, but they are new tag team champions. I mean, they won the they won the tag team championship a few weeks ago, but. I love that, you know, a non-clean win for Christian Cage. I am a huge fan of Christian Cage. Now, that gave, you know, the rest of, uh, like, Luchasaurus and Nick Wayne a chance to come out, which would, you know, of course, give Adam Copeland the time to come out and boom, hit the spear. I have to say, Adam Copeland, man, it's, it's still something to get used to, but it, 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 was, it was cool, you know, I mean, you ended the show playing his music, so that was good. But I kind of was hoping, and let me know if you agree. I was kind of hoping Adam Copeland would swerve everybody and cause Danielson the match, and then the feud would be with him and Danielson, and maybe him and Christian would team up. Maybe he would come to the dark side. Uh, but, you know, he did say that one of the reasons that his heel turn didn't work in WWE was just because, one, people just wanted to cheer for him. They didn't have him for like nine years, and they finally did. They wanted to cheer, and I'm like, you know what? He makes sense. Now, me personally, I didn't care for Edge's second run. I liked his first run. I was a huge fan. Uh, it, it pushed him down on my list because again, it didn't hit the same. And I don't know what it was. Just It just didn't. It didn't hit the same for me. I, I get it, and I know it did for some people. I mean, for my son, who was not around when Edge was wrestling. I mean, shoot, he was uh, he was a year and a half, a year no, a year and a couple months when Edge had to retire, so he wasn't watching wrestling. 
And, you know, he played the video game and then became a fan. So for him, it hit. It just didn't hit for me. It's just second run didn't hit for me. I'm hoping Adam Copeland does. But, you know, I mean, that's why I said, I mean, it's everything's subjective in wrestling, you know? Uh, so, but, you know, I thought that was a solid match. I'm interested to see. I like the fact. I know some people say they don't like him in Christian in a program. I like the fact that there's familiarity there. Let's see where we go. But I do want to see them in a world championship feud. I know some people say it doesn't make sense. I think the title needs it. I mean, the ratings. Woof. We'll see. <laughs> we will see. I know last week, AEW got smashed in the ratings, but what did you expect? It was a, I mean, over th- almost 300,000. And Tony Khan is going on Twitter. He's tweeting about Vince McMahon. And, you know, I was listening to Wrestle Rap with uh, Seahawk and Emilio. Shout out to them. Let's give them a shout out to them. And one of the things they brought up that I don't think a lot of people are talking about networks, sponsors, they're watching. We, we, we think about the people who are egging Tony Khan on. I say, oh man, but let him say this. You know, we got more access to him than we ever had to Vince McMahon. But that's not cool with the way he's acting. And some of that stuff, people say, well, can he really run a business? Can he really be in control of things? You know, and, you know, when I used to work on Mac Mania with Evan Mac, he used to say billionaires shouldn't tweet because Tony Khan's been doing this stuff. We saw this what happened with him and Swole. And that right there wasn't cool, you know? And a lot of people, including myself, didn't like it. I remember, you know, I was on the phone with Amber Rodriguez and my boy Blake, and we was like, whoa, what did we just see on Twitter? And, and so that type of stuff isn't cool, man. You know, you look at this, and he... I understand the frustrations, and I know Kaz said on The Masked Man last week that Paul Heyman probably would have did the same thing because he was, you know, Paul Heyman was cutting these promos. The stuff that was like, okay, going to shots, fine. But the Mayo Clinic stuff, and it mentioned his mother and saying it got personal for him, saying uh, people approached him about the contract. That's in house stuff. Like, bro, you showing your hand. And if I'm Shawn Michaels and Triple H, which I'm not, but if I'm Shawn Michaels, Triple H, I'm sitting back like, ha, ha, look at this guy. You know, I've seen a lot of people act like that. You know, I've seen a lot of people as I've been doing this, what year is this, 2023? I've been doing, I've been in this wrestling content creation space since 2010. I've seen a lot of people, I've had some, you know, Go to Patreon, subscribe for $1, as the real Dwayne Allen would say every week. You can check out some of the beefs. But I've heard a lot of people go crazy about this stuff, man. So I just think it's unfortunate. And uh, yeah, Tony Khan got to get it together. But, you know, it is entertaining. It's giving us content to talk about. So that's what we're doing. But ladies and gentlemen, that will do it on this Saturday night. Or actually, we're in the Sunday morning. The Ravens play at 930, so I'm about to mix this and go to bed. But I uh, appreciate y'all tuning in as always. Thank you so much for all of your support. And um, 
Make sure you check me out each and every week, Mondays, producing The Masked Man, every now and again, jumping on the microphone on the Ring of Wrestling Network. Uh, Wednesdays, start off with Worldwide on the Ring of Wrestling Network. Then that's um, drops early in the afternoon. Then on Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, I'm on TWG Fan Club with Queen PR and the crew. The crew being myself, Justin, and Siendal. And then Wednesday nights right here on the Wrestling Realm with my brothers, the real Dwayne Allen, Brother Hugh, and the guy, Brandon Guy. And then Thursdays, sometimes I'm on the Mass Man, sometimes I'm not. But each and then twice a week, so far, we'll see how long I keep this up. You get breaking through glass ceilings. So also, um, just some events coming up. Make sure you catch me at those Wrestling Girls' fifth anniversary party uh, on the fan club last week. Or as I say, two weeks ago, I did a giveaway. Shout out to Keith, who won. Um, he was able to secure a ticket on me. Anybody who bought a TWG merchandise will get a free ticket. But yes, I will be there. The rest of the realm to be determined. Uh, but yeah, uh, so make sure y'all, um, if you're in the New York area or if you're not, come up to the New York area that we to support our family over there on those wrestling girls as they celebrate five years. I was at anniversary number three and number four. And let me tell you, let me tell you, the time was had. It was a great time indeed. So make sure y'all check that out. Um, and make sure you check out Championship Culture every Tuesday right here. Like I said, Brandon is doing some incredible work. Him and Brother Hugh, I was on the phone with them too. And it was nothing but shenanigans Friday as they was talking about some of their processes on preparing the show. Maybe that's a Patreon. Getting the behind the scenes on what they do to prepare that show. It's a show indeed I am proud of. But until the next time, folks, in the words of the great Tony Schiavone, who returned to commentary on Collision. So long, everybody. 